friends. Welcome to the Radical Radiance podcast. My name is Rebecca George. I am your host, and I am so excited for you to join me today as I share a little bit more about the resource that we're going to be launching officially this Friday called Prepare Him Room. I'm so excited about this Advent series that we're going to be doing for the next four weeks leading up to Christmas. We will be releasing an episode every Friday, starting this Friday, December 1st, and for the three consecutive Fridays after that. We will be walking through all four Advent themes, hope, peace, joy, and love. I've invited four of my very, very dear friends to join me for these episodes, and they were such rich conversations full of biblical truth that I know will be such an encouragement to you. So I can't wait to share them with you, starting with my friend Tasha Calvert. We talk all about hope in the episode that we'll be releasing on Friday, so you only have to wait three days to get in on that first episode. And the most exciting part that I can't wait to share with you, if you didn't listen to episode 291 just a few weeks ago, I'll give you the short version of the story, but go back and listen to that if you haven't. We have put together a resource for you called the Prepare Him Room Radical Radiance Interactive Advent Devotional that is available for you on Amazon. You can grab it at the show notes link in in the notes for today, or you can hop on over to your Amazon app and search Prepare Him Room by Rebecca George and go ahead and grab it. It is a resource devotional for you filled with scripture for reflection, discussion questions, prayer prompts, journal prompts, recipes, and more. There's all sorts of information about the four guests that we had on for these four episodes. And I think it will be just such an encouragement for you as you walk through these four episodes. So you can go through it alone if you are a regular listener of Radical Radiance and you just want something to kind of accompany these four special episodes. But I would also encourage you to invite some friends along. So if you have some friends that you think would be super encouraged and also love to listen to podcasts and you think they would enjoy this too, go grab a copy for them or share the Amazon link with them. And it can be a simple as just starting a text thread where you say, hey, once a week, we are going to check in with one another and just share how God is speaking to us through his word, through these conversations. And I can't wait to see how God just points us back to the real meaning of why we celebrate Jesus's birth and what that means for us as followers of Christ today. So you can go grab that again at the show notes link or hop on over to Amazon and another bonus Thing that I'm super excited to share with you is inside the Prepare Him Room book, we are giving away an additional 21-day Advent devotional called Light of the World that we produced last year. Myself and then 20 of my writing friends contributed to this PDF workbook that you can access for free when you purchase the Prepare Him Room resource. There's an ad in the back of the book where you can scan a QR code put in your name and email, and I will email you the PDF workbook along with the audiobook version of Light of the World, which is narrated by myself. And so today, I wanted to give you just a quick taste of the Light of the World audiobook as we kind of get ready for Friday. And so in the meantime, go grab your book on Amazon, and I'm going to give you just a taste of the Light of the World audiobook. And 
I will be back on Friday for our first episode all about hope with my sweet, sweet friend, Tasha Calvert. I can't wait to share that with you. So enjoy this quick preview of the Light of the World audiobook, and I will be back on Friday to share all about hope. Welcome to Light of the World, 21-day Advent devotional compiled by Radical Radiance and narrated by Rebecca George. Week 1, Know the Light. Day 1, No Longer in Darkness by Rebecca George. Scripture reading. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8, 12. Before giving my life to Jesus, I was walking in utter darkness. We all were. Colossians 2 tells us that we were dead in our trespasses and sins, but by the power of the gospel, we have been made alive with him. Our record of debt was canceled, declared not guilty in the eyes of a holy God, brought near to him by the blood of Christ. Because of these truths, we get to walk into our lives with our heads held high, eyes on the Father, the source of our light. We are surrounded by darkness now more than ever. It can become easy for the Christ follower to become overwhelmed by an evil agenda or sin struggles that plague our generation What if this Advent season we become overwhelmed by the light instead? What if we carry our light with such confidence that those in darkness begin to long to experience it too? We are in darkness no longer. As citizens of heaven, we possess the light of life, beckoning us toward a life of holiness and righteousness. The Holy Spirit, our helper, is enabling and empowering us to live in a way that brings the utmost glory to God. It has absolutely nothing to do with us, but absolutely everything to do with His power and presence. Each day, we carry our lantern of light into a world of darkness, inviting those around us to the freedom, warmth, and protection only found in Christ. Our lives are but a vapor, James tells us. We never know how much time we have left to bring the light to a dark world. May we take advantage of every opportunity. To dig deeper, read Colossians 2. God, thank you for rescuing me from the darkness. May I recognize the light I carry and share it wherever you lead me. Day 2, Look for the Light, by Kayla Cook. Scripture reading. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. John 1, verses 1 through 5. 
It was a beautiful day in the early fall, and I was stuck in bed with a tension headache. That tension headache was quickly turning into a migraine despite my best efforts to relieve the pressure and pain. My husband took our preschooler outside to play, and I took myself upstairs to our bedroom, where I pulled the blackout curtains and laid down on our bed in the dark. Those curtains are amazing, but even still, there was a little light around the edges. The darkness can do its best, but it can't keep the light out completely. It doesn't always feel that way, does it? Sometimes we look around and all we can see is the darkness around us. Look no further than the news or your social media feed and the darkness around us is quickly overwhelming. Sudden tragic losses, grievous war and natural disasters and subsequent humanitarian crises, and fighting, so much noisy fighting about everything and nothing, it seems. Look no further than your own community and the darkness is there too. Devastating losses, brain tumors and blood cancers, broken marriages and broken dreams, burdens we don't feel equipped to carry and burdens we don't even recognize. There is so much darkness, but it is no match for the light we know. In the beginning, Jesus was there with the Father and Holy Spirit, our great God, three in one. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. No matter how dark it gets, the light that is Jesus cannot be overcome. Jesus is not tricky. He's not hiding from you, and he's not distant. He is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. 1 John 1, verse 5. Take heart. He has overcome the world. John chapter 16, verse 33. When the darkness looks like it's winning, look for the light. The darkness may hold it back a bit, but it can't keep it out completely. The light of the world is ours, friend. Relax your shoulders and unclench your jaw. You'll give yourself a headache, and he is already victorious. Dig deeper. Read Genesis 1 and John 1. As you read, look for parallels between the two. Jesus, we are grateful that you are the light and you have overcome the world. Will you help us look for you in the middle of the darkness? Remind us that even though it looks dark, you're here too because you don't leave your kids. Will you give us eyes to see you and show us how to walk in the light? The Rebecca Reads book for November is How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life. Transforming Your Prayers into a Spirit-Empowered, Life-Giving Adventure by Bill Thrasher. Prayer is vital, the very heartbeat of our Christian journey. But maybe today you're feeling discouraged, disheartened, and distracted in your prayer life. Bill, a devoted teacher, father, and husband, presents clear and actionable steps to resurrect your prayer life. Rediscover the joy of prayer and get your copy of How to Resurrect a Dead Prayer Life, transforming your prayers into a spirit-empowered, life-giving adventure wherever you like to buy books. Radical Radiance is brought to you this month by the Dwell Bible app. 
In our busy lives, finding quiet moments to read the Bible, it can be challenging. I get it. Traditional reading-focused apps demand undivided attention. You have to carve out specific time and space in your day, but this also means missing opportunities to engage with Scripture in your car or during workouts or while you're just completing tasks around the house. And that's where the Dwell Bible app comes in, offering an audio-based solution. It lets the Word be read over you throughout your day. I've used Dwell for a long time, and my favorite part is all of the voice options. Felix's warm and inviting voice has always been my personal favorite. And hey, there's also a 25% discount on a yearly subscription waiting just for you. Go to dwellbible.com slash radical radiance to buy today. Day three. The Light of God's Word by Cheryl Ashleman. Scripture reading. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm chapter 119 verse 105. I scribbled sinful, haunting words all over my fist-sized stone. Slipping my flip-flops onto a venture down to the dock, I had every intention of launching that sin-laden stone into the depths of the lake as a symbol of sweet release. Those haunting words were meant for God's eyes alone. Just as sure as that stone would never be read by another human being, I knew my soul was clean before my Heavenly Father, too. Now, the only thing between me and the murky water's edge was the slippery, homemade, sorry, excuse-for-nothing steps at the vacation rental. It was pitch black as I switched on my flashlight and joined the other retreat women headed toward the water. This was our midnight journey to freedom. Over gnarled tree roots and moss-covered planks, we trekked down to the steep embankment, stones in hand, and ready to gratefully release the past. I felt thankful my trusty flashlight was in good working order because I would have quickly turned into a human pretzel without it. The light on my path not only kept me from absolutely ridiculous-looking acrobatic maneuvers, but it also helped me get to a place where I could find the rest my soul desperately needed. Kerplop. That stone sank in the dark water. Just as that flashlight guided my footsteps down a difficult path that night, the Word of God is designed to do the very same thing with my life. In His infinite wisdom, God doesn't place a series of clearly marked lamp posts so that I can run along the broad path of sinful self-indulgence. Instead, He allows me to actively grasp the flashlight of His Word and walk step by step down the narrow path with him. It comes down to this simple truth. I am responsible for how I use the flashlight of God's word in my life. Do I blaze my own sin-darkened trail, satisfied that my flashlight is color-coordinated on my coffee table, or do I actively navigate my life by rightly handling his word, so that I can wisely walk in the light of his counsel. 2 Timothy 2, verse 15. At the retreat that night, I had to actively pick up the flashlight, turn it on, and trust that it would do what it was designed by the manufacturer to do. 
The Bible is no different. As I study and meditate on the light of his word, it will do what it is designed to do, penetrate soul darkness. As the Holy Spirit pushes the buttons of my heart and mind, he molds me into his image and guides me into wisdom and understanding. What will be the end result? You've got it, sister. Throw that stone. Kerplop. Dig deeper. Read Psalm chapter 119, verses 105 through 112. Heavenly Father, ignite a deep passion in me to study your word at a deeper level. Where there is darkness in my soul, I pray your word will cause it to flee. Keep my heart sensitive to the leading of your Holy Spirit and cause me to know you more intimately. In Jesus' name, amen. Day 4, The Unfolding by Caitlin Skaggs Scripture reading The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. Psalm 119, verse 130 Imagine sitting in your favorite chair, coffee in hand, and your head in your Bible. Upon reading the words on the page, something strikes you differently this time. You have read this passage many times, possibly countless times, but this time, it's as if your heart is hit with these words. A tear rolls down your face, or maybe you're like me and you have an ugly cry, as the word does surgery on your heart. Some people would call this an epiphany or an aha moment, but this is what the word calls the unfolding of God's word. These moments are definitely not our own doing. J.I. Packer said it best when he stated, Revelation is a divine activity, not, therefore, a human achievement. Revelation is not the same thing as discovery or the dawning of insight or the emerging of a bright idea. Revelation does not mean man finding God, but God finding man. God sharing his secrets with us. God showing us himself. The unfolding of God's word to us like this comes completely from the goodness and grace of God to reveal more of himself to us. He opens our spiritual eyes and allows his word to penetrate our hearts. True and lasting change can only take place in us when God reveals his word to us. He takes the words from our heads as mere knowledge and plants them deep into our hearts where we gain understanding. This process paves the road to obedience. The unfolding of the word is the opening of the door that allows us to see more of the beauty and grandeur of our God. So, How can we have more of these open door moments that allow us to gaze at God's beauty and wisdom? First, we must seek him. His word promises that if we seek him, we will find him if we search for him with all our hearts. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. Second, we must meditate on the word. Enjoy it like you would a fine meal that you are trying to savor. Chew on it for a while. Finally, we must remember that God is sitting with us as we interact with his word. He is there to help us and wants to make himself known. 
Pray before, during, and after your study to the Lord. Think of it loosely as interacting with a tutor, and that tutor being the Holy Spirit. He gives us wisdom if we ask. In the end, seeking, meditating, asking the Holy Spirit for help, and waiting on the Lord can lead us to not only understand with our heads, but have a revelation in our hearts of the Word of God. This gives us light and understanding in the end, which also leads us to knowing our God all the more intimately. Dig deeper. Read Jeremiah 29, verse 13, Psalm 1, verse 2, Joshua 1, verse 8, Proverbs 2, verse 6, and James 1, verse 5. Father, thank you for your word, which gives light and understanding. Help your word not only be knowledge for my head, but revelation to my heart as well. Holy Spirit, open my eyes and teach me. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed that preview of the Light of the World audiobook. And if you have not already, while you were listening, go grab your copy of Prepare Him Room and have it ready for Friday. If you Amazon Prime it today, it'll be on your doorstep by the time Friday's episode releases. Again, we're starting with hope. We're talking with Tasha Calvert on Friday. I can't wait to share that episode with you. And I can't wait to just walk through this Advent season together and hear how God is speaking to you. So shoot me an email, send me a DM. Let me know how you're enjoying this series and you're enjoying the resource book. And as I mentioned, if you're listening to this today and you thought of a friend who might need some encouragement or might really enjoy this combination of having a book and podcast to walk through during the Advent season, why don't you just shoot them a quick text, send them this episode and say, hey, this is just a few minutes long. Listen to it. And would you like to join me for this Prepare Him Room series? So I'd love to have all of you as we walk through the next few weeks, and I can't wait to see how God uses it in your life. So I will be back on Friday for our first episode of Prepare Him Room, All About Hope. 